0: Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host Joe Pavlansky, and with me, as always, are my good friends, my good buddies, my compadres, my amigos,
1: yeah.
0: Eddie Guevara, <laughs> amigos, Caputo. yes sir. <laughs> Gary Caputo. What's up, everyone? All right, Hi. hello,
2: hello. Okay,
0: All baby. right, and, and you know what? And we might we might have a crying baby in the background. So that's our our other guest as well. So if you guys are crying, it's not Eddie. It is. Uh, a baby that is doing slave labor for him. <laughs> so, he just wants some food and all that. But, hey, that's that's what goes on here when we're doing the, the podcast live, which is great. So, hey, how's everybody going? I'm going to start with start with the uh, Caputo's over there, Chuck and Sherry. How's everything been over in uh, Pennsylvania land?
2: i tell you what, it's been raining like crazy here. Woo! I mean, it rained. Uh, all day, pretty much yesterday, especially at night, it poured.
1: Yeah, it was horrible.
2: I mean, it was really, really bad. You know, but it's a it's, lot of
1: people lost their lights for many hours. Yeah, we lights. were fortunate; we didn't lose our lights.
2: Yeah, for some reason, electric. yeah, the uh, the lights stayed on because mm-hmm. ours go off usually pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know what? Keeping busy. I got a show tomorrow. this- uh, Sherry's going to help me with, and we're going to go. To, it's an assisted living place actually. So that'll be pretty cool. It's around two o'clock tomorrow. So we're looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun.
2: Yeah. And you know, and Chuck, can...
3: one, one of the greatest things for you is you always got assisted living. Half the patients are dead, so you can't really they won't even judge <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? And if they can't hear, I just turn up the PA system. I just put it louder, you know what I mean? And uh it works out it works out well. But hey, we checked out that movie the other day, which I had seen it before, but first time Sherry yeah, saw I it. Wanted to see it. Yeah, the bat. That was a really cool the bat. Oh
1: really yeah, cool. yes, yeah, loud, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was really neat with Agnes morehead and uh I the,
1: actually, yeah, I watched the black and white one. You saw the color.
2: I think there's a colorized version, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I think I watched I, the a while back, I
1: the, no. I was going to say I have the colorized
3: version. The funny thing about it is Agnes Moorhead actually looks nice there compared to Bewitch, which she was kind of hideous.
2: Oh have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She looked yeah, she looked pretty. But and and then the one woman on there, the one girl that got struck by the bat on the steps was Darla from the from yeah. the little rascals, Darla Hood. Darla Hood, yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing that was weird, though, Joe, there was no blood anywhere. I mean, like this guy got a claw that looks like a raven's claw. He slashes people's throats, but there's no blood. blood. I don't
0: you get know, it. That's, that's what I kind of like about the, the black and white movies. And I have this discussion with a, a buddy of mine all the time. And he's I think he's in his early 80s, maybe 80, 81, somewhere around there. And, you know, we meet up one, try to meet up once a week for for coffee. And we'll watch some old movies or serials or, or TV yeah. shows. And you know what, well, you know, he's not a big fan of gore and you know, I, I could kind of go either way. You know, he he used to like the gore stuff, but now he's kind of moved on to it and that's almost how I am. If I'm watching like an eighties horror movie, I, I could appreciate the, the gore in it. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I kinda like the fact that when you watch a, a black and white, you usually don't see no much gore. You know, blood there are some, especially the pre-code where you will see some blood, but you know, I, I, I'm i good with it. You know, it's it, to me, it's more about the story. And even in the bat, you know, even though it's a uh, it's a B movie, you know, it's you know, you don't have that going on. It's still a cool movie to watch. Yeah,
2: that was. It's uh,
1: a good movie.
2: Yeah. You know what? The whole setting about the house and everything it was just it was just really cool. And then uh, the other day, uh, the other thing we've been doing uh sherry and i went on to a local radio station so we so we don't uh, so we went on for like an hour type of an interview which is cool out here in pittsburgh and so you know what it's a it's like to promote the local businesses out here in my area so that worked out really well uh so we mentioned that you know the house the unusual and stuff like that and so it was oh, cool.
1: talked about talked magic, magic,
2: yeah yeah we talked about the
1: career yeah how we started and,
2: Yeah, it was all that good stuff. And then we made one more excursion. I don't want to go go, uh, too long on this, but we went to the cemetery and we went to and we went to Mister Rogers' grave.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, he's about halfway from
2: Pittsburgh. He's out in Trobe, PA, and we actually put a little video up on YouTube. So if you have a chance to check it out, we went right to his mausoleum. I tell you what, the one thing I did want to say about him is he he seemed like a really really nice man. I mean, there's no uh, controversy the guy was ever involved in you know what it was always on the up and up i mean he seemed yeah. like a really decent man you know yeah very caring yeah so i tell you
0: someone I, I seen someone sent me it said the most wholesome meme ever and it was um it was obviously someone did it with photoshop but it was fred rogers wearing a a shirt of bob ross Standing next to Steve Irwin under a rainbow. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Aww,
2: I'm just I mean, like that. Yeah, I like that's really cool. I tell you
1: yeah, that. yeah, it
0: was it was really cool how they did it and all that. But hey, you know, you were talking about the storms before. I tell you what, we we got the same thing here. Yeah. I was I was sleeping. I think it was uh, maybe Monday, maybe Monday or Sunday. I can't remember which one, but I was sleeping in the morning because I work nights, so. This was had to be about ten or eleven, and the whole like I heard a boom and the whole house shook. Oh my! I, you know, I jumped out of bed. My dogs jumped out of bed, <laughs> and I said, "What the heck's going on?" And my my wife was working, you know, in the other room because she she teaches from home, and she came running in and she goes, "Oh, that was just thunder." And I said, "Are you sure?" And she goes, "Yeah, you know, there's a big storm." And I thought it was, you know, we live about a block away from a gas station. I thought the gas station blew up. It was so oh my wild. god.
1: That's crazy.
0: shook everything so I'm like oh okay you know I looked outside I seen the the dark skies and everything I'm like oh you know this is cool and it started to rain I'm like but you know I'm tired I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to sleep so it was I got to hear the rain and just as I'm falling asleep you know boom it hits again and (laughs) shakes what the heck is going on man but finally it kind of subsided a bit and I got to to fall asleep from the to the rain but I haven't heard thunder like that in this area in a long time,
1: yeah wow. yeah, that's
2: been getting yeah that, that's been getting pretty brutal and we and we did get some water done in our basement, I checked Ooh, you
1: know, I did yeah, up. you know what yeah. I mean, when it
2: rains real hard, like that, uh, you know what i uh, French drained this place twice already, you know, yeah. and my fingers are twisted and gnarled i can't I can't do it more, you know
1: <laughs> that's about it, I'm old
2: and sick, I don't feel like doing it anymore, you know, so some came in not much, but I mean you know. That's what
1: happens. Rains real hard. Yeah, this is an
2: older house too. We live in. This is not a young house here.
1: No. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's that's ours. I know when we moved in, the lady that that had it prior to my grandfather, she must have put some big money into waterproofing the basement because it is (laughs) the whole inside's done and the outside. I mean, there had to be a lot of money she put into it. So I was like, thank God I don't have to do nothing with it. It is you know the only thing i did when i came in was that i put a fresh coat of um um waterproof, waterproof paint yeah. on the walls in the basement just to add that extra and i used the um uh what's it called the fruit cellar i wanted to use that for stor- storage so i put waterproof paint on on the walls there and then i kept mm-hmm. the door open which is right by my um uh oh, what, what do you call it? dehumidifier so yeah, you know, I, I don't get any any type of moisture or anything in there well, so that's
2: a big hey that's a big plus Joe I tell you what you know cuz I know I know a few people that have like hidden sub pumps you know that that, that, that click on and because yeah. so much water comes into their basement you know so that's a uh, so that's an ongoing problem I think especially with these older houses you know what I mean
0: Yeah absolutely all right man so hey glad you guys could uh Come on and everything, and I'm going to switch it over to Eddie Guevara and see oh, what to wow. do with him. So, what's up, Eddie? Hey,
3: Eddie. Well, what, well hey, guys. One of the things I want to say, though, it's kind of funny because when you're talking about that loud thunder, I wonder if it's the same one that woke up my daughter um, not last night, the night before. She goes to me, uh Daddy, did you wake up? And I go, I slept right through it, but uh, <laughs> it was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud It woke her up and woke up my wife, too. So I'm wondering if that could have been the same one. But you know what, though? It's been raining a lot, but, you know, praise Jesus. I, I got to say this, man. When I was doing the uh, the truck, I got the truck. Uh, yes, it was a Monday. It was raining in the morning. I rented the truck by 11, 1130 a.m., whatever, and it stopped raining. And it didn't rain again in all day. It was cloudy, but I oh. were able to do the, and it was, uh, it was the biggest truck yet. Even though oh, I, oh. a, I finished at uh, 1130 at night, then we went to grab a bite, me and Jim, my, my buddy Jim, which I thank for that because Jim was actually helping me in all five truckloads.
1: And wow. uh, I
3: couldn't, do it. If, if he wouldn't have helped me, I would have been dead because it's been crazy. And now I still have to rent tomorrow a van or a 10 foot truck. To finish taking the stuff out of my office here, so I'm not completely out of the woods yet. And then I have a whole month of organizing, Saint. But you know what? I might even film that. That might be pretty cool. As I'm yeah, that
2: would film. be a good idea. If he put that on film. That would yeah, be kind of like
3: to see that. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, because I could fast forward it, not fast forward it, but you know, like time lapse and stuff, and it'll it'll mm-hmm. it'll be great. But one thing I'm going to tell you guys, and this is no kidding, um, you know moving and, and collecting and here's two big things about this we start buying things and we go hey this is a great item this is a great item like a good example for now now my I got already enough as it is. now all of a sudden I'm getting the pastry chef which I'm sure it's a box the size of a Charmin box I'm just I'm pretty good. It yeah <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting the other thing the haunted desk from Chuck and at the same time when I went to Chiller it was kind of ironic they had uh a thing I've never seen before. It's a nineteen sixty one Mercury capsule and it's like the Polaris nuclear sub where it folds paper. It's it's actually in pretty good condition. It's got the instructions, never been built. Um that would be cool. I, man. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. I think I remember seeing it in an early sixties. Um uh, Boys Life magazine might have had an ad for it or something, but I don't remember. It doesn't really say anything, but Space Capsule this is the name of the company. And uh, at the same time, I was going through another vendor. And there's a vendor that's got an 11 by 17 sheet, and it has, I dream of Jeannie just getting married to Major Nelson, but they're sitting inside a Mercury 7 uh, space capsule. Yes, oh, yeah.
1: wow. It looks oh, wow.
3: identical. It fit right into the picture, so I even threw it into the original box. Um, so that was a, a pretty good find and, and it was a decent bargain I got, but then again, the guy was selling for a little bit over $500, but I was able to negotiate a price because I know the guy, he's an awesome guy. His name is Norm and he usually, you know, does chiller theater every, every year. And I also know him from the PAL, which is a flea market. He's been there for like 20 some odd years there. Uh, he gets a lot of stuff. He had, uh, quite a few things there. And, um, so, you know, having said that, I, it, it's been a great, fantastic week for some reason, this chiller was a lot better than all the other ones I've been to in a while. And I found that ironic because there weren't not that many people cause we go on Friday evening. So we go right before the, I mean, Saturday is crazy, but we were there. Uh, we had, you know, Heather Thomas, a lot of the actresses were there, which, you know, was, pretty. um, I know that my friend Charlie, he, he got lucky. I was going to post some of the uh, actual footage on the, on, not the forum, but on the blog. But one of the things I was going to say about it is that the guy from MASH, you know, you have MASH, you have the cook. Jim found a cookbook on eBay that goes usually for a hundred and some bucks and he was able to get it at a good price. And then he had the cook actually sign it for him. So now- oh, Nice.
1: Oh, that's Nice.
3: Yeah, Charlie was super happy. Now, me myself, I gotta be honest. I don't care for MASH. I never liked MASH. My wife used to love the show, watch it every day. Um I don't I just could never sit down and say I found MASH funny or anything. But that that's I'll tell story. you
2: what, that was a long show. How long was that in syndication? That was pretty, pretty About hard.
3: thirteen years or more. They, 13 they years. It one time. True. Yeah, the longest running. Like I said, I, I don't know why. Um I don't like the show. I'm, I I know Joe uh, has a reaction figure of the show. Um, I don't like the show. I just don't don't care for it for no, some no. reason. I, I
0: actually never got into. Mash was. I've watched it. You know, used to watch it a few times uh, when I was young with my grandmother. But I, for some reason, I never got into it. It just wasn't.
2: I don't well, know, that's. I just, that's... <laughs> Parts of, parts of it were actually funny, you know what? But they did change the characters a lot. I mean, throughout the years, they did they did change the main characters, except for Ellen Aldo. But they did switch a switch quite a few people out of there. But yeah, it, I thought it was overall pretty good. You know, it was it, it was pretty humorous. But the, hey, hey, but you mentioned uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Here's a fun fact. This is pretty cool. That cool bottle that was actually used on the uh, show itself—that is a 1964 Jim Beam uh, uh, Christmas edition bottle. Oh really? Yeah, wow. yep. And I found a guy on, I think it was Etsy, who actually, who actually makes these things. He he uh, he uh, cuts them from a, a laser type of thing. Mm. And so I purchased a little plastic one. It's it's about eight inches tall. And so I put a smoker in it. You know, you know, like from the uh, f- from the old train sets we had when we were kids. So oh, nice. Well, yeah, so I put a smoking generator in there, and, and so when you secretly push the button, smoke comes out of it when you take the lid off. It's, it's like really, really cool, man. But that bottle always caught my eye, and I finally found out exactly what the heck that thing was. You, like you, I said, it was a 1964 Christmas edition Jim Beam bottle. You,
3: you, yep. know, you know what's funny about that, what you're talking about, is that I found that bottle, the Jim Beam bottle you're talking about. I'm going to yep. look for it. I, I said, wow, this looks like the Genie bottle, and I <laughs> bought it in a flea market. For like a dollar oh, something yeah. but you know what's funny though when i dream of genie was there in, in chiller about i don't know six seven years ago give or take or maybe before i think it might have been four i don't know four or five i i lose track of time i'm not good in time keeping but um Look, tell jeannie, me about was the, <laughs> jeannie was there and so was major healy and and this was a little bit before larry hagman died so yeah. the year i met him it was like he died six months so that oh, was I when it. i got you know, I got to meet Jeannie. Now, Larry Hagman was there. I thought he was kind of like an interesting character because I went to say hi. He said hi, but he's in a wheelchair. And oh. when I went to, to have him sign or something or take a photo, they always, you know, some people don't take photos of, you know, there's some characters. And it wasn't Larry, but whoever was with him there. So, I wound up getting his autograph because I bought the I Dream of Genie" bottle. They were selling it for $125. And wow. each, each autograph, if you bought the bottle, the autographs were, I think, uh, 25 Instead yeah. of, um, you can get all three autographs for 75 instead of the normal 50 per autograph. So I, I got the bottle autographed by them three. Um, Major Healy was kind of nice because he gave me an additional autograph to that. He didn't charge me for it. You know, he gave me a photo and, He took pictures for me. I thought he was phenomenal. In fact, I've met him twice already, and he's a really, really cool guy. He jokes around with you. Um,
2: oh, that's nice. Is he is he still alive? Is he still alive? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. yes.
3: And uh, and like I said, he's phenomenal because you know he took pictures with me, took pictures with my wife, my daughter, and yeah, he was just phenomenal. And Jeannie was such an awesome person. I said to her, um, it's funny, I called the Jeannie, and she says, No, the name is she goes, my name is actually Barbara Jean. No, I said, I'm sorry. Uh, I said, Jean, I go, I'm sorry. She goes, no, my name is Barbara Jean. So she goes, it's <laughs> fine. That's a... So I go, do you mind if I film? And she goes, no. So I was standing literally in front of her face, about 15 inches away, a foot away in the line. And I was filming her for like a good, yeah. Glad meet. she was there talking. And then That's she took cool. photos with me, my wife, everybody. And actually, if you go to Etsy and you look at photos, I think there's a photo of me and her there. Oh, that's my pretty
2: wife. cool. Yeah, she seems um, like she's a pretty nice person, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: she's the way awesome. they should be,
3: though. Well, you know what? A lot of people don't realize she was there a little bit after her son had committed suicide, so I gotta <laughs> admit, them, she was, you know, in really good spirits, Based, basically, yeah. you know, what she went through. Now, one thing I never understood is how instead of major or some, her actual husband was that guy, the hideous-looking guy, the The big tall guy in the show that always used to be like the master. Remember, he grab her by the hair.
1: Oh, Uh, really, Michael?
3: What's his name? Michael something? Yeah, that was her husband. Uh, Wow. I think they, unless I'm wrong, I think they're still married or something. Yeah, unless he passed away. But yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? The big guy that looked like Lurch.
2: Yeah, I think I do remember. Well, yeah, I'm gonna Google this. Wow, is that something?
3: Yeah, that Michael, I forgot his name, Michael something, but that's her husband. And I was like, why would, I mean, how did he score such a guy? <laughs> uh, was really pretty, you know? And he's yeah. kind of like a gruesome looking guy, you know? He looks really like a lurker or something.
2: <laughs> a you know? gruesome looking guy. That's yeah, great. you know what I mean? He,
3: you, you guys remember the gruesomes with the Flintstones next door, the neighbors, the gruesomes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that funny. Wife rappelling.
2: You mentioned Larry Hagman. I think he needed a liver. Transplanted some point in his life. I'm not mistaken. I know he was. Well, he was in pretty bad health there for you know, a while.
3: The thing with Larry Hagman, and I'll tell you what: in, in at the same room where Jeannie was and all that, they had the entire cast of Dallas as well as Jeannie. So you know, uh, yeah, Larry Hagman was nice. getting both sides of the fence. You know, <laughs> the guy Duffy, Patrick Duffy, who played his brother, yeah, what oh, yeah. really shocked me, and this was shocking, Jim, my buddy, six foot five. And Patrick Duffy was higher than him. Is like, I, I, yeah, I oh, wow. reached the guy. I was like underneath his shoulder. That's how, yeah. how small I am next to the guy. And I'm like, wow, this guy on TV looks so small. You know, he looked like he was the yeah. size of Major Nelson. So I think what it is, is Larry Hagman, I mean, the way they do the TV, and I noticed this the other day, um, where they have, um, if you watch the Blacklist, for example, I love the Blacklist and stuff. The guy who plays there, the uh, uh, Cooper, that plays the... Um, the, the part of the, you know, the the head of the FBI, he's really tall. He's like a huge, tall guy. And when he's standing next to them, somehow they put the cameras for the other guys from the up, down, I mean, that's from what down, do. up, to right. make them look taller next to him. Because yeah. he's really a big guy. And I do that to compensate in size with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, that's a lot of the things that are happening. But that's what I think they did with, uh, but like I said, Girl who played his wife, I forgot her name. Uh, she looked pretty young. Larry Hyman, who played, uh, you know, the girl who played his wife in Dallas. Uh, right. I forgot her. And the blonde one was there too. The one that was, uh, no, not, not, not that, that one. I'm I'm thinking Dynasty because they had a room there. They had the Dynasty cast too, and the blonde lady that played Dynasty with, uh, with the guy who played the main character. I forgot his name, but I used to watch those shows uh, religiously. But you know, I kind of forgot a lot about them. And yeah. um, they kind of look pretty good for their age. And and one person mm-hmm. that really blew me away was Bionic Woman. She was oh. there, uh, Lindsay. What we were just
1: saying. Yeah,
3: but- out here, yeah. like, she was very, very, and this this one show had a big, big cast. And in one, among one of those people, too, was Elvis Presley's ex-wife. I mean, Priscilla Presley, right?
2: Oh, yeah, Priscilla. Sure.
3: This, this was kind of funny. We're going in the room now. This is the cast. They a $100 to, for her to sign your any autograph you do right now the thing wow. that's funny about her yeah they, they were she had a huge line out the door so we waited online because had acquired a book for me that was the wedding of her and Elvis and I was gonna her have her sign that book so I'm waiting in the line and I noticed that they're trying to there's another little uh that they're telling you that for an additional fifty dollars or twenty five dollars I forgot what they were charging they would give you a providence certificate like to prove it was an actual signature. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I had, I had my iPad on my chest, right? So I set my iPad to record and I'm holding it up against my chest and I'm just like going around and lady says to me, uh, you can't, I said, I'm not recording. I'm just holding the iPad. And I, was holding, and I, I recorded the whole scene of her, uh, you know, signing and talking to me. I'm like I'm going to pay another, get out of here. But the thing that's really interesting about the whole thing is that Priscilla Presley, one thing that really amazed me. Now, here's a lady who could be my mother, because, you know, we're talking Elvis Presley back in the 50s and stuff.
1: That's and true. this
3: lady, yes. for her age, I know it must be Botox, Galore, or whatever, but she was attractive. Like yeah. I, I I said to my wife, it was funny, and Jim, I said, you know, Jim, I could actually go out with this woman. Like she was that yeah. pretty. Up close, and I was really, really thrown back because she's got to be over seventy. When
2: oh, absolutely, she's probably about seventy-five. Yeah,
3: but but the same thing I can't say for Heather Thomas. The poor thing didn't age as well as she, you know, she should have.
2: Isn't that Um, something? Wow.
3: Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of actors that it's just the same thing as the guy that you know, the guy from um, what do you call that uh, that movie? Um, Oh my gosh, I forgot. uh, he was in a wheelchair.
2: Michael something was his name. Oh, Jan I, Michael, Jen Michael Vincent. Is that
3: yes, Jim Michael Vincent? That yeah. guy, man, that poor guy. He was there. He was saying He's in a wheelchair. It looked like yeah. he was missing an eye. Uh he looked oh I, I don't know why he even went to that show. Poor guy. And then he passed yeah. away a little while. Yeah, but there was a lot of a lot of actors really throw you off when you see them in person.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Uh, as compared
3: to when you see them in the movies, you know.
2: You yeah, mentioned, you anyway. know what, uh, I think I think as far as heights go, you had mentioned heights. I think Vincent Price, I, I, you know, I'd have to Google this, but I think he was a pretty tall guy. I, You know, I would say 6'4", six, six, somewhere around there, it seems like. It.
0: He was real kind of tall
2: and lanky almost. Yeah. You can you tell because he's
3: kind of like hunched over. Don't you notice he's kind of hunching over? Yeah, yeah. His movies? It,
2: yeah. It, you know what, it, and if you look at his bone structure, like his legs are real long, his torso is real long. You know, I wouldn't doubt if he was about 6'4", somewhere around there. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, hey, I'm lucky. I, I'm five. You know what? I'm lucky. I'm five ten. I, I'm five ten. My my grandfather, he was five foot one. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was, Yeah, he was a little Italian guy. And I tell you what, you know, I'm so I'm I'm very lucky. I'm five ten, man. <laughs> you know, I'll, you, you know, know what? I'll take it. You know, I'll take it, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, when when you're saying the heights and stuff like that, a lot of people, you know, we don't realize that you know how tall some people are and stuff, but. I saw Vincent Price uh, a couple of months ago. I was rewatching uh, F Troop. I think they had it on Cozy TV, if I'm correct, or I, I don't know if it was Cozy TV or Pluto TV. Oh, yeah. They had the one where uh, Vincent Price goes to uh, to the camp, and uh, Larry Storch, who plays Corporal Agar, is scared because he thinks he's a vampire.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it, but that was really funny, man.
1: Yeah, and I used to watch that. That was a funny show. I, that
3: was a great you know, show. F Troop is really great. I mean, I got to tell you, <laughs> F Troop is one of those shows that you want to say, just like I think, the, and I told you guys, I don't know if you guys ever watched, but uh, the Guns of Wolves Sonnet. Wow, Wow, that, that's a, a darn good show, man. Those shows were done like really good. Yeah. And, um, You know what it is? And Jim said this. Jim, my buddy, said this recently, and Charlie, we were talking about it. The way they typecast the people of like you know olden days like herman monster uh lily the way they typecast people for roles was phenomenal like they got such great actors to play those parts oh they and, did and they, yeah, yeah. And, you know one thing that recently really shocked me and I'm so pissed off I mean it's bad enough I I'm already disliking but what I to say about it is I found out they uh they ditched uh for the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp. Gone. That's a big mistake. That film that's is a, that's a huge.
2: That's a huge mistake. I couldn't picture anybody else playing that part except Johnny Depp.
3: Exactly. So I, did the same thing with Two and a Half Men.
2: Mm-hmm. Once, I
3: know Charlie, whatever Sheen, whatever he had his issues, but he made the show.
2: Oh, the absolutely. moment he
3: was gone, the other guy was an idiot. The show went poof down the tubes. And yeah. that's what's going to happen with Pirates. That's going to be the last one. I'm not even going to bother watching if it, if Johnny Depp.
2: 'cause Yeah, he was he was cool. He was cool yeah, as, uh, we loved him. as Jack Sparrow. He's a good actor. He, he really is. He really he really's fantastic. He really is. Wow. Yeah, that
3: that is that's and I mean and for something stupid they they're still in court. You haven't even proved the damn thing. So how can Thanks. you accuse somebody without having the proof first?
2: Exactly. So that's, see, that's true. see that's the thing What's happening now. I mean, you can't take people's word for whatever happened to, you know, what a person's supposed to be innocent than, until proven guilty. That's true. I mean, yeah. come on, man. This is ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, so this,
3: Disney, I don't know. the dish, I think Disney made a big mistake with that. In fact, I think that you just cut out the whole – it's just like with Star Wars. It, Star Wars is okay, one, two, three, but now –
2: when you got 15
1: different <laughs> Star Wars, come on, man. Oh yeah, they Star got Wars they already. got
2: carried they got carried away. That's like it's going to be Rocky 17, you know. What I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's
3: it's it gets to that point where you got to either you know you got to end the the train, you know. Like I mean, come on, Halloween. I know Joe is an. You know, how many Halloweens are you going to have? What's the What's the yeah. end story? Okay, the guy you can't kill him. He comes down, he kills a bunch. of At the end of the thing, he's still alive. You yeah. can't. You don't. The, the, that's why I don't like movies like that. I just hate them. Yeah. yeah. If you saw in the old days, The House on Haunted Hill, uh, uh, The Bat, you know, it had like an ending to the darn thing, you know? Yeah, that's only- right.
2: That's right. There was a definite ending. There was no lead in to, to a possible sequel. I agree. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, you know, we should actually have, we should hold Joe responsible for this because he is the creator of a Crypt of Classics, you know? <laughs> I think he's at he fault here. Joe answer your prayers, brother. You know, there's
0: just I, I think they just look to make see what kind of money they could make off these these franchises like you know, Halloween and you have well they've redone Friday the thirteenth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now they just redid a a Texas chainsaw massacre. I think um it was a direct sequel to the original one and it it was pretty horrible i mean it was they tried yeah. to they tried to inject you know kind of like the the you know the way people act today and everything and like the whole culture and it just it didn't work out it, it most, yeah it was no story and they were like well how could we make it just very gruesome and bloody and gory? And there was really no story. It was kind of, kind of stupid. And
2: yeah, absolutely. Hey, Hey, there's a movie when I was in high school that I, you know, that I watched and I I actually have it on DVD. I'll pop it in once a year. It kind of reminds me of the Texas chainsaw massacre. It was, Motel Hell. Do you remember that? With uh, oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: with, I remember Motel Hell.
2: Yeah, with uh Rory Calhoun. Uh, that was that was a cool movie. That yeah, was, we like
1: that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was from what
0: 1980, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah, because I was in but the but maybe like eleventh grade then when it came out. And it's it's just funny, man. Oh, it cracks me up. And, yeah, uh, I,
0: that's I haven't seen that in in a long time. Maybe I'll have to to revisit that.
2: Yeah, it's an excellent. Is that, movie. Is
0: that the one where he has? Is that the one we has a pig's head on his? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yes. He that's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was he was Farmer Vincent. Remember, he said it takes a lot of fritters to make. No, it takes a lot of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. You know. Yeah, he would he would like cut people up and make sausage out of them and he stuff.
1: Planted them in the ground and had. Remember, they had the
2: bags over their head. Yeah, he planted them in the ground and oh, it was oh. funny, man! It was hilarious.
1: You know, I'm
0: gonna have to revisit it. I think I actually have that on VHS somewhere. I'm I'm gonna have to check it out. Because I know it's been it's been a long, long time since long I've seen that.
2: You, you yeah, know, memories. I'm,
3: I'm going to tell you guys something. One of the films, and, and especially when you talk about old films, I, I think this film should never have been made. Was one? I think the last film you know, the Wolfman was involved in. I don't know if it's uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein or uh, the Wolfman versus Dracula. I forgot what it was, but that film. Was such a piece of garbage!
1: <laughs>
3: I think I went ten minutes into the film, twenty minutes, and I turned it off. I was like, "Wow, man, this guy, a legend, uh, you know, in the monster business, should never have done that film." Which film and, was that, Eddie? I don't know. It's the I think the last one that Lon Chaney was in. I, I don't know. It was, horrible. it was very like they made it horrible. The background music, everything. It, you know what? They looked like something. I would go to Joe's house and film. Just make a day like that with no freaking backdrop or anything. It was horrible. And I gotta tell you something, which is funny. To one film that was not that great, but uh, I was able to meet in this chiller was the guy. Um, his name he goes under the name Victor Sorgoff or something like that. And Sargo, I think. And he appeared in the nineteen seventy one uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein. Uh, the film is not that great, but I was there and he was uh charging 10 bucks for an autograph, so I was surprised that we got three of them. And you know, the guy was pretty decent, he actually agreed to uh come on the podcast if I call him and he gave me his information. So I found that, but one thing, Joe, that this is a good thing for the future, and I'm sure Joe is gonna love this. There's the guy who wrote a uh, uh a movie they directed a movie is coming out it's going to be available in the next chiller in october and it's called something about boris Karloff, the unmasking or something like that and it was uh co-produced by sarah Karloff. it's like a really really good film i forgot the name of it right now to be honest um if you look it up on, i'm sure that the chiller site has it but he also agreed to be on our a podcast along with a guy that wrote the 10 best horror films of all time, a book, he said he would be in as well. So we can have a couple of good guests coming up. Ooh, that, would um, be, that would be cool. Oh,
1: that's great.
3: And for the 100th episode, I'm going to have Sarah pop in. So how many shows are we away from? Oh,
0: um, I think we are, let's see, I have to to look on our podcast. We should only be maybe about five or so.
1: Wow,
0: Yeah, I, I
3: have to make four. I have to make Let's sure it's available.
0: We are. It says we have ninety-four episodes, so this would be ninety-five right here. So five more. Oh.
3: Wow. Okay, five more weeks. Wow! So you see it, it.
0: Go ahead. What were you saying? I right, said, so yeah, it's coming up quick.
3: Yeah, it is, and it, you know, and that will be the title. Joe comes out of his tombstone.
1: <laughs> Not only
3: does he crawl out of the ground and slither up your neck, <laughs> he will produce the 100th episode of House of the Unusual.
0: Watch I, I Joe can't believe the it's bomber. already I can't believe it's already getting that many. I, I mean it's what been almost two, almost three years. Well, wow. you you
3: know what, Joe? I, I'll tell you what. This is what I said. I and I told the story many times. I started in 1985 with the idea that I would love to have a radio show. Um, I went already mentioned to you guys, I wound up buying some FM transmitters and all this stuff, just buying articles on how to start your podcast and all this from 1995 96. One day, I get uh, an email from a man named Joe Pavlansky, and he says, How are you doing, buddy? I haven't heard from you. I'm not like, Uh... I don't know. You mentioned something in the email that you wrote for, um. Not famous monsters that you wrote for, um, uh, scary, scary monster. So uh, when you, when you came on and said that, I called you up and I said, "Hey Joe, why don't we do a podcast?" Well, you know, and, and you're like, "Okay," and um, <laughs> that's it, man. We, started, I, you know, here here's the trick: if you want to do a podcast, get together with a friend, call them on the phone, and have a regular conversation and broadcast it. It's as simple as that.
2: That's true. Yeah. That yeah.
3: We're ready 100 episodes. If if not, man, we were sucking our thumbs. Joe would have yeah. still been writing for uh scary monsters with no-
1: <laughs>
3: and now Joe is a
0: famous celebrity worldwide.
1: Yeah, and, I
0: still write right,
1: right Joe- for scary
0: for scary monsters. I tell you what, they have um they're redoing uh Castle of Frank. Well not redoing, but they're going to be republishing castle of frankenstein starting with issue number 36 it says it's coming fall of this year um not really much info on it so i'll definitely be letting everyone know when when that hits they they kind of have a um a cut like a a cover done up and it, it looks fantastic kind of like in the um the spirit of the original castle of frankensteins and i guess they have the uh the trademark rights and everything to it. So, yeah, so it should be coming out sometime this fall. Nice. You know, um,
3: one of the things I'm going to tell you, Castle Frankenstein was a very good magazine back in the day. And um, uh, one thing I'm going to say is, and I know um, this guy beat me to the punch. Uh, What's his name? Mr. Todd, Mr. A.K.A. King of Sea Monkeys, (laughs) who actually, believe it or not, he's been investigated for mistreating the sea monkeys I hear.
1: Oh, uh, you man. know, they're gonna.
3: He's been he's been running down, you know, and being <laughs> ruling with a with a rod of iron, iron you know, fist. Iron fist. But uh, the point is that with everything said, with the sea monkeys and and all that stuff, he got Joe's magazine, and of course, he has yeah. been blasting it all. Site. He's been blasting it all just to prove that he got it and not me.
2: Uh. <laughs>
3: That's Mister Todd for you. But uh, I've been trying to get even with him. Uh, but here's the, the whole thing, basically, is that that magazine that I got to tell you about, which is a Monster Bash, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, the Monster Bash magazine. That
3: magazine is super well done. You know, I got that's one kind of the I got to tell Ron, you know, Ron, um, I, I'm, for some reason, I, I found it funny. He hasn't been in Chile consecutive uh, times, uh, but before he always used to set up a table there. And it was like a huge table, but I didn't see him this time there. You know, I was surprised. Um, but that's maybe because, so, you know, ever since the pandemic, a lot of people
0: just kind of whatever. I, but, I thought he did go to Chiller because I know he's been going all over the place. I, I thought he was down there.
3: I didn't see him, Joe. Joe and, and I was there like looking because I usually go say hi to him and stuff. And sometimes I look at the latest issue he's got uh to get it because that's about the only place you get Monster Bash. You, I don't think you can really buy it in stores
0: no Um, you can get it from the website or if you go to to any of the the dealers yeah you would definitely know if he was there with all all the dvds and everything yeah yeah let
3: me me ask you a question don't you write for monster bash
0: no uh uh-uh no i i i was thinking of sending an article in there but he kind of does it where he doesn't really kind of solicit a theme it's you know you send him articles and he may use it next issue or seven issues from now so it's kind of like you you write whatever and then send it to him which I, I just got to find something kind of interesting and different to write than I may I send one thing but I, yeah I did contact him right. uh, about a year ago
3: right about the house of the unusual radio podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: the horror that yeah, will there, wake there you from go. the dead
3: yeah one thing i'm going to tell you to be honest with you joe i actually introduced you to uh you might be hearing from him Sc- screen publisher for screen magazine um screen yeah you know I, okay I, I actually introduced you and i said that you were my co-host and i said joe is a very very popular writer he writes for you know he's wrote, written for famous monsters uh he written for uh several things and he publishes a lot of uh when you go to CVS pharmacy those books of stuff like that he's authored uh, quite a few of them. i said you should get and he goes really so i i gave him some information and he might be reaching out to you because i mean screen magazine has got a pretty large circulation and it's sold in, in a lot of stores like barnes noble and and the guy who puts it out, he always has a pretty good deal. He sells you the one issue for ten dollars, or you get a special edition issue fifteen bucks, and he throws in a free deal. of place. Um, you know, he always has like a pretty good deal there. I thought you were gonna say and, his
0: deal was one issue for ten dollars and get the second issue for nine ninety
3: nine. <laughs> no, no. No, actually
0: he puts out that's his- a, that's a house of the unusual deal. We'll sell you one. <laughs> And if you buy that, we'll give you a special deal of the day. For another one for nine ninety nine. <laughs> yes, yeah, only one for. You
1: know,
0: you know who
3: made it? I go on. Uh, if you guys go on Facebook, Facebook has become a place where sometimes you can buy decent stuff. You know, and they show. So this one lady selling a trunk. Now this is an, an old trunk from the nineteen forties, and it kind of folds up like a closet. You know, I think where you hang. So it's a small trunk but it looks like you would put suits in one side, but you open it with wheels and you open it sideways. So, you know, it has a compartment for suits in the left. It's like really cool. And it's got it for $15. So I respond and I say, is it still available? So then she writes back to me and says, yes, it's available. But I noticed she changed the price to $95 uh, instead of the <laughs> So she goes, are you still interested? And I wrote, yes, I was until you changed the price but no, not anymore, thank you. <laughs> I like the way she, she pulled that one. You know, that's like a fast one, you know? Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I, one time I sent Joe $10 for a book. I went over to it is, and he sent me half the book. He says, I forgot to tell you, you got to pay for shipping. So if you send me an additional five, I'll send you the other half of the book.
0: Yeah, you get nothing. Hey, you know, speaking of books, Chuck, what what were, are those, those booklets that you posted on uh, House of the Unusuals? dot coms form. those are really cool you got some fun with string uh big bag of tricks yeah, uh,
2: the they're, shadow yeah they're shadow. Really cool. yeah shadow uh you know hand shadows and so forth I, I got that from ebay i was looking around and and there was nine of them and they're all in really good condition i mean i don't really see anything wrong with them everything's tight on there there's no rips or anything it seems like they're from 1943 like i put on there and um yeah, you know what? It's actually kind of cool, you know? And uh yeah, there's some really cool stuff on there and one is sporting games like it explains in detail, you know, like football, baseball, uh things of that nature and so yeah, it's actually kind of cool. I was I was skimming through them. I'm going to read them a little bit more in you know, detail.
0: I am kind of interested in that one that the game of Salvo as played by our mm-hmm. armed forces. That looks like it might be really cool. That in the um uh the Science of Judo, Commando Tactics. That's yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: whoa, whoa, wow.
2: Yeah. That, that's an old one, Chuck. Yeah, it's got hey, some, Joe, it's got, some uh, got some cool moves me, on there.
3: Yeah, but let so me tell that, you um, something about Chuck, Joe. No, I was going to say something about Chuck, Joe. When he shows you a book there, be careful, because every time he puts a book up in his thing, and I look it up, it's like 700 bucks to get a copy.
2: Uh. So, you know, be careful on <laughs> the price there. <laughs> I tell, tell you you is
0: uh, half a, a vial of blood to get the book
2: no I tell you what I could do is you know what if Eddie wants to make a copy? I'm sure it's out of uh I, you know it would be out of copyright nineteen forty three I could send those two to him and if he wants to spin off a couple of copies or whatever you know that would that wouldn't be a problem but yeah, uh, that was, no. even
0: that um I tell you what that i fo- Foolers one for parties, socials, and homes a book of optical illusions that looks really cool too, man.
2: Yeah. Awesome. I, you know what? I kinda like those obscure little little printed uh books like that. You, you know what I mean? So yeah, so, so it's good you know it's kinda neat. I like that Sherry, will
0: you read will you read any of those or are those all
2: Chuck mm-hmm. Scott
0: toys?
1: Uh you know what? I, I'd like to check them out. I didn't really uh know that he did he did get those, so yeah. yeah I always let
2: me see that bank account now. <laughs>
1: you know, I'm you always, better uh, be careful. You Guys, gotta be careful, man. I, I, I'm always
2: sneaking packages in the house. You know what I mean.
0: I, I'm, I'm the same way. Hey, I'm the same way, man. I've always seen my wife say, "Oh, what, what, what's that that you got? Oh, it's just a just a book or something." But you know, I don't tell her the price it or, no. a book or something. You know, oh, you know what book I got. Let me tell, I tell you, you know, I, I could have got it at Barnes and Nobles, and this. Oh no, no, I got it for a real good price. And <laughs> I'm like, we oh, got <laughs> a, a joint bank account, man, because I'd be, I'd be paying for it more ways than oh, one.
3: Joe, Joe, let me tell you something, my man. You got to do like I did the other day. I come from Chiller. Thing got, you know, Jim sprung out and he got me the, the, the thing. So I told my wife, you can ask Jim. I, she goes, you sure? <laughs> I know I didn't pay for it, but the funniest part about it, you're going to like about this part is the fact that um, I go into Target and they're they're doing a marathon by my job. So I had no choice. They blocked off the road. Cops said, I can't let you in even though you work there because, you know, people are running. You got to wait. So I get stuck in, in, in Target for about an hour, right? So I go, lo and behold, I'm walking around th- twiddling my thumbs and I'm like, the people are going to think I'm crazy. Like, what am I doing just walking around the store? So I go towards the uh, computer section, and in the back of the computer section, where the TVs are. In the corner, of my eye, I notice a small Frankenstein. I go, "What?"
1: Uh-oh. So when I
3: look over there, they're eight-inch action figures from NACA, NACA, I think it's the company. And they had uh, which something which is funny. They had uh, uh, three Wolfmans, different color boxes and stuff. Another Wolfman. They had King Kong, uh, and uh, I forgot which was the one. Um. Oh, my gosh. I never bought that. It's something with a, like a Phantom. It looks like the Phantom of the Opera, but it's, it's, I, I forget the name of the, the thing right now. But anyway, they had the Frankenstein was the only one that was left, right? So I wind up grabbing all seven figures. Oh when I wow. go up, I thought they were like 14 bucks. When I go up, they were $35 a piece. Holy smokes. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I go ahead and I go, I got to take it for now because, you know, if I have to change it, I'll exchange it. So I I quietly put it in back of my car so nobody would see. You know my trunk. My, my wife goes shopping for three days and I go, oh my God, I left the things. It was two hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, so I'm oh like, if if she sees that, she's gonna flip out. You know. <laughs> so I, I was like, luckily last night she dropped me off the storage. And I'm dropping off the thing. I go up in the trunk and I grab the bags quickly, put them in the thing, and I wheel them upstairs. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, imagine if she, she'll kill me.
1: Because oh. the thing is,
3: I already have enough. But let me tell you, Joe, you probably seen the action figures. They're really phenomenal. The Frankenstein has three heads. Um, <laughs> I think I, I bought the two King Kong versions they had because it's the same action figure, but the box artwork is different. And um, I just bought it on, on the spite of the moment. Now I know in the forum. Um, I'm trying to see if I have a picture here to see what what company made it. I think it was Neca. Uh, I'm kind
0: yeah, of yeah. Okay. NECA, Neca made those. Yeah, they did okay. a a Wolfman, a Wolfman, a mummy, and they did two Frankenstein's, a black and white one and a um, a color one. And I yeah, I got the have, color one. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they have plans to do a Dracula and a, um, a creature here in the future, but they're, they're releasing them, um, you know, every so often they're, they didn't do like a, a a mass release on them.
3: Well, you know something, I was filming Chiller as I was going around Chiller and I noticed that they, I, you know, in the Chiller, I noticed that, and you can see it in one of the videos, if I posted. I saw one of the figures, the Frankenstein, they were selling for 54 bucks. So that means they're already, you know, so I got it 35, I got it at the retail cost. But the thing is it's really, really nice. That's three heads that you can interchange the heads, and it looks like Boris Boris
1: um, Yeah, somebody was definitely really-
0: driving the price up on that because I've seen them all at at the stores for anywhere for like 30, 35 bucks, somewhere around there. So whoever's well, 35- got them much, whoever's got them that much is, is really really, you know, putting them them high. Higher than they should be.
3: Yeah, well, that's what I paid thirty five. I was hoping it would have been a little cheaper. My my daughter told me that online they were going for uh, I think thirty two, and I'm like, you know, if it's that, I'm I got to take them to, but I'm gonna have to now go to Target with them, and you know, because Target was selling it online for less, so they would credit me the difference. The problem is, is I got to sneak him back in the car on a day my wife's not around because I don't want her to see I spend that because. <laughs> i know you're listening but she will kill me and um you know i I just don't want until uh whatever but um the thing is with the action figures and stuff is that it it looked really cool man i kind of like i just got it out of you know out of whatever but um one thing i got to tell you guys they're making some really really nice things out there i know the universal monsters they've been introduced with so many different varieties and different ways just like the films and you usually buy them all because if you like Dracula, Frank, they are pretty nice to own, you know.
2: Oh, absolutely! Hey, uh, Joe, did you see the one picture I put on the forum of the of the Fright Factory, the Thing Maker? That was my favorite toy. That is yeah. just so cool, man! Oh. Yeah,
0: that was really cool. I, I took a look at it, and um, uh, someone had posted a link to one for um. One for sale on eBay for twenty eight hundred dollars. So I I put on there. If anyone's got an extra, you know, twenty eight hundred dollars, let me know.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a little bit overpriced, I think. But I tell you what, that's that's such a cool toy. And that's the one I had. It's uh it's actually marked on there, uh it's 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 copyrighted, the one I have anyway, from nineteen sixty six. But my parents bought it from me probably in about sixty seven, maybe sixty-eight. I was about a four year old kid. And uh, you know what, though, we used to play with that, my uh, brother and I, for uh, for hours. That was just so much fun, making all the different uh, scary little creatures, the shrunken heads. It was just a lot of fun, man. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I could imagine. That thing looked really cool. And you, I've never seen one at any uh, any show or anything. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a rare item to, to find or what. They actually, yeah.
3: no, if you look, Norm, my buddy, the guy, he has one. I think it's on the show. Uh, he was asking six hundred and fifty for it. I think.
2: Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, they uh, come, more, and they did come up with a more modern one. They they did come up with a more modern one that we bought for our kids when they were younger, probably about twenty years ago. Uh, which I will take a picture of that sometime and uh, put that on the forum as well. Okay, but this has added safety features. Okay, like the actual, uh, you know, the actual burner where you put the molds in. It's inside of like an oven and there's a timer on there. So and it won't open until it's completely cool. You know what I mean? Like, the one I played with was really dangerous. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could burn your hands. You could burn your face. Jeez. You know, it's, it's just a lot different.
3: It, it, isn't that kind of like the one, the atomic lab? I was actually looking for that atomic lab because when I found out it actually had radiation on the ship, I kind of want to get rid of it.
2: Yeah, it probably. Got-
3: I, I'm oh. going to have to take time, you know, the next couple of weeks, open boxes and see what I got. And I know I got to get one because uh Mr. A.K.A. King... Has been bothering me saying that I shouldn't yap and post. Um, I have, I bought the Moon Monster, uh, which you know what? It's like a five inch figure. And I bought it for, if I was correct, $45 in chiller a couple of years ago when it came out. And uh, I bought it because it was the Moon Monster. But then I was like, wow, this is a crappy little stupid toy. You know, it's not really, it shouldn't be worth more than 10 bucks, to be honest with you. And I have it somewhere, but then he he posted, he found it. Uh, that he's like, hey, Eddie, maybe you would like this. And I'm like, I got it a long time ago. So then uh, Mr. A.K.A. Todd comes back and says, well, we're going to have to hold Mr. Guevara there to the T Instead of I lost it, I can't find it. You better post it if you got it, you know?
1: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I got to find it, man. And um, it's, it's really hard, though, honestly, when you look at the amount of stuff I've collected. And and this it really kind of like got me a little aggravated with myself that I have, I mean, I understand, but to have to get a five 10 by 10 storages and a 15 by 15. Oh my just goodness. To put this, that, that's a little bit too much. I think, you know, You're not kidding. Uh, six years ago when I went to my daughter's house, it was two truckloads and a half, you know, and a couple of, you know, van loads, whatever. Now five truckloads, Ten with today it's going to be eleven. Cr's filled, and now I have to get a van tomorrow as well. That that's yeah. just I think it needs. I, I need to sell. I need to, and I I was thinking of having just like Chuck's corner. I was thinking of having Eddie's weekly sale corner, just to oh, sell yeah. all the things that I have.
1: That'd be great. And,
3: yeah, and I I would definitely need to get rid of things I don't really care. Like like for example, I'm looking right now in front of me. I have a cast-iron clown from the 1920s bank. Okay, that's fine, but do I collect clowns from the 1920s cast-iron bank? No, I just have <laughs> it here. I have about 10, 15 of them. Let you know, the, the, the reason I bought this, and, and this is, there's a reason behind everything <laughs> we do in life, is, Joe, when I was a kid and, and even growing up, I remember seeing the Haunted House Mystery Bank in and it always said it had a hand coming out to the door. I've been searching for that particular version for over 30-something years. And in, in it, I bought every monster bank, every hand bank. I got the ghoul finger bank. If you look at it, everybody knows it's called creepy or um, greedy fingers, the coffin bank. I have yeah. 11 different variations of that bank. 11. And wow. many of them redouble. And I know I promised Joe... An original tin one, which I have about four left because I had like five or six, and I think I sent one to uh Todd, I don't remember, but I'm gonna basically try to find to get him one because he was crying that he was gonna buy one and it was a hundred dollars. And you know, the guy wouldn't, <laughs> so I said, Joe, no the need, the guy to buy wouldn't it.
2: budge, the guy wouldn't budge, <laughs>
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically I said, I'd probably get one to him, you know, and and this way he can tell the wife Eddie sent it to me. I didn't buy it, you know. Uh, there you go. Eddie still <laughs> charged me. He
0: charged me double for this. He made, <laughs> made me pay it. So yeah, he holding Chuck and his wife Sherry hostage until I paid this double price. <laughs> yeah.
2: But uh, But,
3: you know, collecting is fun, but sometimes collecting can be overwhelming. And when you have to, like, I can see, okay, you have a 10 by 10 foot storage. You got a couple of great items and you know, expensive items. That's fine. But when you, like right now, say if I want to move to Pennsylvania or something, how the hell am I going to move my entire stuff? I'm going to need to tractor trailer just to move my collection. I think that's a little bit far-fetched. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely.
1: A lot. Yeah.
3: Although moving it out of storage where you put it on a bin and you go load it in a truck is one thing. But moving it out of my daughter's house, taking it up—that's a—that's a killer, man. Going from the basement upstairs, never again, never again. Wow! So I'm just telling you guys that collecting is fine, and I know that wasn't it. Um, uh, Sherry, didn't one dime you threatened Chuck that you were gonna put him in the guillotine he had in the living room? <laughs> yes, he, yes, he, he
1: had enough. He had enough magic in all the other rooms I said, <laughs> just leave chopper. my leave my living room alone untamed yeah, but, yeah but, <laughs> oh, you have a to do it. chopper yeah, I see a head chopper behind the chair I said, uh uh-uh, this gotta go did you sell it? <laughs> yeah, I <did>. yeah I <laughs> stole, he ended up selling it, yeah. it yeah, he,
3: he goes to me, Eddie don't say nothing, but you <laughs> threatened to put me on it she was gonna chop my head
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it was getting it was getting out of hand, you know, and it scared kids a lot when I used that like oh, in like yeah. in schools and a lot of kids were trembling. I chop yeah. her, chop a kid's head off, <laughs> and <it> was... <laughs> that wasn't, that wasn't
1: that's not yeah. just chop an arm. Uh, off. Yeah,
2: I just chop an arm that's off. Better. No, that's enough. You know,
1: yeah. oh, And
3: it's funny because I was trying to get one. Another thing, even David said to me, Eddie, why are you buying all this magic stuff? And I go. I started buying a bunch of, like, you know, just buying magic, because I always loved magic, and I started doing magic when I was, like, maybe, I don't know, 15, 16, and I was getting good at it, and I bought that deluxe uh TV magic set that was supposed to be, I got it when I was younger, and I, you know, I started doing the deluxe one, the $100 one, remember from the day, Joe? Uh,
2: yeah, that's the a big nice one. Pack,
3: Black box, balls yeah. so I had that, and I... brother's born right now i'm already 15 at the time and i've had this for like 10 years in mint condition i kept working with the tricks i knew how to do all of them my brother comes one day i go into my bedroom and my brother is about three four years old he's on top of the bed he's got the toy open and everything's all over the place
1: (laughs) i got you know
3: that i gave up on magic from that day like i just got disgusted and i Uh never did it again like i didn't care (laughs) I wanted to clobber my brother. My mom is like, no, you can't. I was like, ooh, I wanted to hit him. But the <laughs> thing is, the thing is that he this. so ever since I've had a liking for magic, I love watching magic. I love to see how it's done. Even though I know how it's done, I still love to watch it. But one thing about it though, me actually doing it, I kind of uh, didn't really do it after that, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. sure.
3: And, and that could have been, that's when I, I probably, because I was going to get a head chopper one time. I was looking at a six foot <laughs> guillotine. There
1: you go. <laughs> they were selling it
3: for $375. It mm-hmm. was a real one. I mean, the one they had on uh, one magician was using. And they had it on eBay, and they would send it. The shipping was like 120 bucks or something like that, because
2: oh yeah, they're they're pretty heavy. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, heavy.
3: but
0: I was actually I was actually going to purchase
3: it. And Now I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with a guillotine? It's not like I'm going to. <laughs> use <it right> now. <laughs>
0: well, hey guys, I hate to jump in here, but we are down to about the last minute and 20 seconds, so we're going to wrap things up here. And want to thank Chuck, Sherry, and Eddie for joining us today and everybody out there too for joining us and listening we are on every single week so find us on your favorite podcast platform subscribe to our channel give us a great review because that does help us also check out our youtube channel house of the unusual subscribe to it like our videos there's currently 139 videos up there and more on the way um there's some premieres that are ready to go and eddie and chuck are putting out videos every single week so definitely check that out also check us out on house of the unusual.com we have a free forum site there why aren't you on there and if you are thank you for being on there there's some great stuff going on people are putting up some pictures of their collections and stuff and uh there's some really cool items up there like we were just talking about chuck's pamphlets and all that and uh, the toys that he's put up and that I've put up, and Eddie and everybody else. So definitely check that out. And um, hey, guys, that's all that we got for this week. So once again, thank you to everybody out there who's listening and see you next week. Good night. All good night. Right, God blah. bless.
3: And good night, buddy.
1: Good night.